0: Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Happy Thursday, friend, and happy new year. If you're listening when this comes out, before we get into the episode, I have to tell you about the calendar clinic that is happening next week. I'm so excited. The next couple episodes are going to be all about this idea that is so pervasive and so so rotten, which is I'm behind. We're going to dive into how we get out of this mindset, how we actually clean up our calendars and schedules and get clear on what we need to do so that we don't have to feel behind and we don't have to live in this feeling like we're not doing enough. And I thought the best way to provide direct help about that was to run a clinic. So I'm inviting you to sign up at kirstenparker.com forward slash calendar clinic. It's 100% free and it's going to be a working session. It's going to be like, come with your calendar, come ready to make some decisions and get some help cleaning up wherever the chaos is coming from, wherever confusion or missed priorities or overstretching, we're going to clean it up. We're going to get your priorities onto your schedule. We're going to help you see where the energy leaks are and where the boundaries might need to come in and set you up for a productive, clear, energetic quarter. I'm so jazzed. This is going to be a lot of fun. So if you want to clean up your calendar and feel totally in charge of your time, come to the Calendar Clinic. I can't wait to see you there. KirstenFarker.com forward slash Calendar Clinic. So how about we just make 2024 the best year ever? Anyone on board? I love that idea. At one point a few years ago, I decided that I said, I decided this seemingly paradoxical thing, but it really works for me. I don't know. See what you think of it. I decided this is as good as it gets and it only gets better from here. Kind of this balancing magic spell decision mindset for being super present and grateful and satisfied, and also just making the decision that my life is only going to get better and better and better and better and better. How fun is that? I think it was my antidote to the decades I spent uh, in waiting mode. And this relates to today's podcast. Don't worry. I think a lot of people can relate to this. I spent a lot of time waiting to be good enough, to be far enough along, to be where I should be, uh, to deserve to be happy and content. It was kind of that Arms distance away feeling like happiness, self-acceptance, finally being able to exhale was always an arms distance away. And the funny thing is, uh, about that, as, as long as you're walking forward with your arm, everything is always the same distance away, meaning you never get closer to it, right? So I had to do a big mindset shift there. And I share that with you, A, to offer you that mindset, like. Please join me if you want. Just decide your life is as good as it gets right now. So celebrate it because amazing you did it. And your life is only gonna get better and better and better forever for the rest of time. I also say that because we're doing a f- at least two episodes, a little mini-series on the concept of being behind. It's something I talk a lot about with clients because the people I work with typically are. Successful, hardworking, very capable, sometimes tend towards perfectionism. And for as much as they produce, as many plates as they keep spinning, I'm behind becomes a pervasive thought for a lot of people. And it is very normalized in our society. Gosh, bless it. It's very normal to talk about, yeah, I'm behind. It's a fact, that's terrible, but it's the way it is, and it's the way I am, and it's the way things will continue to be until I catch up. And we need to talk about it because we need to ditch the mindset of being behind. And yeah, it is a mindset, and that is what we're going to focus on today. Next week's episode is going to talk about the problems we really need to solve so that we can stop constantly feeling behind. So we're going to talk about your schedule. We're going to talk about your calendar. We're going to talk about the logistics next week. But we have to start here. We have to start with the fact that this is a mindset that we can subscribe to or opt out of. You know that you've subscribed to this belief, and without choosing to. By the way, it's kind of like those emails that show up in your inbox, and you're like, "Who the heck is this?" And you scroll to the bottom, and it's like you're on this email list because. You did a thing and you clicked a button and you're like, didn't? Or is this just someone from my past who added me to their email list? Unsubscribe. So I don't think that you ever did this on purpose, but you know that you're subscribed to it when the idea that you're behind feels factual. If you can talk to me today about where you are in your projects, in your workload, in your life stuff, and it feels factual that you're behind. That means the belief is in there. It's not a permanent problem. It's a solvable problem. It's a problem that we need to solve. And it's sneaky because we don't think we need to solve it because it feels so factual. It also feels circumstantial. This is another mistake that we make with this whole idea that I'm behind. It feels like it just applies to this particular circumstance where we are factually behind. And it won't be true. So it'll go away as soon as we catch up. I'm shaking my head. If you are listening and not watching, mm-mm, ain't the case, my friend. So there are two big reasons that we need to ditch this I'm behind mindset. One is it contributes to a crappy self-concept. And two is it distracts you from the problems actually worth solving. So let's break this down. First of all, If you're new here or if you're not new, but you need a refresher, your self-concept is the story you tell yourself about who you are, okay? Everybody has one. Our brains are story makers. They process information and they turn them into stories. It's how we understand the world. It's how we understand ourselves. So we are walking around our lives with a story we tell about who we are. It's like narrating our own existence. It's how we understand our own identity. When you subscribe to the I'm behind mindset, you open the door for all crappy beliefs about yourself, about who you are. And this is especially impactful on how you feel, how you act, how you relate to others, how you show up in the world, what risks you take, what goals you go after. When I'm behind feels like a fact. Because it feels like we have nothing to do with it. It's just the way of the world. It's just the way it is. I almost want you to imagine the mindset atmosphere. And if one belief like this is introduced into it, it becomes habitable for all these other beliefs. Because if I'm behind, then I'm not where I should be. And that means I'm wrong. And that means I'm bad. And that means I'm not as good as everyone else. And that means I'm not good enough. And that means I'm not doing enough. Do you see how this is like a virus that can spread? And because our brains have something called confirmation bias, we are prone to pay attention to information that validates what we already think. So if you're walking around your life believing that you are behind, you are priming yourself to see evidence of that everywhere you go. Oh, I didn't do a thing. I'm behind. Oh, I have a stack of unopened emails. I'm behind. It's a story that reinforces itself. All stories do. P.S. Speaking of confirmation bias, I just have to do a little plug because we just announced the workshops that we're going to be doing in the Decision Masters program this quarter, and I'm so excited for them. And the March workshop is on cognitive biases and tendencies. So we are going to do a deep dive on How does thinking work? What are the biases that influence your thinking and your decisions that you don't even know about? How are you prone to judging things? And how can you work with yourself, not against yourself, so that you don't fall subject to these biases and tendencies, making decisions that aren't authentic for you? Mm, So good. The Decision Masters program starts January 23rd of 2024. If that is not when you're listening to this, just go to KirstenParker.com forward slash DMP and look up when the next one starts, if you can get on the wait list. And if you're listening real time, book your consult and we'll talk about if this is the right move for you. KirstenParker.com forward slash schedule. All right. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. So here's my plea. Here is my shout from the rooftops. Let's band together on this cry to the heavens. It's 2024. Whatever beliefs you have been subscribing to that contribute to a crappy self-concept. I'm behind, I'm not good enough, I'm not doing enough, I'm wrong. We've done it enough. You've been thinking that for months, years, decades? Question mark. It's enough. Really let yourself imagine going forward into the rest of your life not burdened By these beliefs. I promise we're going to talk about the logistics. Everyone always gets scared when they're like, but if I stop thinking I'm behind, then I'm not going to get any work done. I promise A, it's not working to help you get more work done. It's not. It's really just an ineffective motivational tactic. And we've run the tests. We have the data. It doesn't work perfectly. So you have permission to stop using it in order to get yourself to catch up. But also, it makes you feel like you are not good enough. It makes you feel like if you were just different, if you were just better, if you were just like so-and-so down the street or that person you work with or that perfect version of you that you have on a pedestal in your mind, if only you were like that, you would be better. And that is not how you want to live the rest of your entire life. I know it. So Before we get to the logistics of how are you going to get all the things done, we have to start with this agreement that we're going to opt out. Opt out of this mindset. Opt out of this belief system. Unsubscribe. There are things that we can do to change the way we work, to change our productivity, to affect our focus. Yummy, yummy, yummy. But when we are caught up in the I'm behind belief atmosphere, We're just walking around our lives, collecting evidence that we're behind and we're wrong. It distracts us from the problems worth solving. That's main problem number two with subscribing to this mindset. The problems worth solving are anything that's actually preventing you from getting the stuff done that you need to or want to, or the stuff that's preventing you from having honest and kind self-expectations more on that next week, so make sure that you catch next week's episode. But tell me if this sounds familiar. You think I'm behind. You think, crap, now I feel bad. I need to catch up. You don't because life continues as it has been continuing. You do maybe one kind of lightning fast work session to move the needle on something. You do like a six-hour inbox clean out Or you do our version of an all-nighter, which we can't do all-nighters anymore. But, you know, if you gotta, you stay up until whenever, 12, 1. I was definitely asleep at midnight for New Year's this year, as I usually am. But you do something that's some intense effort. You don't feel caught up because you probably don't do everything, or you don't do it perfectly, or you just feel like you've put yourself behind another work. And then you repeat that cycle. You feel behind on something or multiple things. You feel crappy. You don't ever catch up because nothing has changed operationally in your life. And these little sprints just burn you out. And weirdly, they feel like more evidence that, yeah, you're behind. You're still not doing enough. Look at you can't even catch up right. So I offer that as a reason it might be okay to let go of this belief. Because I get it. There can be a fear in letting go of beliefs that sound like negative self-talk. They sound like crappy beliefs, but they feel very important. They feel like they serve a really important purpose and without them we feel like we're putting ourselves in danger of becoming lazy of dropping more balls than we already are but i want you to be honest is holding on to this belief is clinching onto this mindset actually working because i don't think i've ever heard anybody describe feeling behind all the time until you know that one magical unicorn catch up day and then they were great forever. Everything stayed caught up. They felt great about themselves. And never, ever again did they feel behind. It's just never the case. An analogy that not everyone is going to be able to relate to, but that a lot of people will, is if you have ever had issues with your weight and body image. If you've ever been a person who is unhappy with the number on the scale, you Might have been prone to thinking, I just need to lose five pounds, right? And then I'll feel better and then I'll be better and then everything will be fixed. And if you've ever lived inside of that cycle, I have, then you know that the five pounds is not the thing that ends the cycle. It's just not. Probably 0.1% of people who've ever had that thought, I just need to lose five pounds and then I'll be better, lost five pounds maintained that weight forever, and never thought a bad thing about their body for the rest of time. It's just not the way it works. It's the same exact thing for the I'm behind mindset. We think we just need to get rid of the pile. We just need to clear out the backlog. We just need to clean up the inbox. We just need to finally get the stuff out of the garage. This brings me to another perfect analogy. I am a fan of the home edit. Uh, If you don't know, it's a couple gals. They have a show on Netflix. They have a couple of books. They're organizers. I just find them delightful. Some people do not like them. I just like their energy and I find them hilarious. And I love organizing stuff. So I have their book. It's very aesthetically pleasing. It's on my shelf right now. They did an episode where they went back to Rachel Zoe's closet because they'd done her closet before they came in and they organized a formerly chaotic space an imposed organization, and then left. And what do you think had happened? The system was not perfectly maintained. The changes were made, and then she walked back into her closet with her existing habits. This is what we're talking about. When you think it's just those five pounds, when you think I just need the thing to be organized and the clutter to be fixed, and then things will be perfect forever, it's a red flag. When we think, I'm behind and I just need to catch up, our focus goes to the backlog, the inbox, or the garage full of stuff. Our focus does not go to the real problems worth solving, which again, we're going to get to a lot of them in the next episode, but the best, biggest, most important problem to solve first is the mindset problem. It's the system in operation that's keeping this I'm behind engine running. So we're going to end with a game of telephone. You may have heard me talk about this before. There is an internal game of telephone that goes on. It can be very annoying and can be very exhausting. But I am a really big proponent of the idea that we are on our own teams. All of our inner minions and our minds are really ultimately at the end of the day wanting good things for us. One of the ways I talk with clients about this is through the internal game of telephone that goes on. There's some minion in your mind that wants something for you, and it's something good. It's something that you either also want, or you learned in childhood or during some formative years that you need that's important. So our minion fired those neurons together and decided this is important. This is what we need. And in this particular case, That minion does not care about you being caught up. That's not what it wants for you. Doesn't care. Who cares? Think about what does this thought really want for me? What does the minion who keeps repeating your behind over and over and over again really want? Your first answer might be to be caught up. Okay, why? Why does that matter? What do you get out of it? Because then I won't have so much work to do. Okay, great. Why does that matter? Keep asking why. Keep asking what's in it for you so that you can get to the root of the intention. That's the game of telephone that's happening. Because when you have less work to do, what are you going to be able to do? Well, I'm going to be able to breathe, I guess, and not feel so much like a failure. Okay. What'll that let you do and feel? Well, if I didn't feel like such a failure, I would feel on top of things. I would feel like I'm doing a good job. Keep going. I would probably feel light and free and peaceful and accomplished. Okay. Gold stars. You did it. You found how you want to feel. You don't want to feel cut up. You want to feel free and peaceful and in charge. What are you going to be able to believe? What are you going to be able to think? We heard some of that. In this made-up conversation I had on your behalf, if I was cut up, I would be able to think, I'm not a failure. I'm doing a good job. Great. So here's what's happening. There's part of you inside that wants to think, I'm doing a good job and wants to feel peaceful and present. That's when the game of telephone starts. By the way, if we don't know the game of telephone, I, my husband calls it something else because he grew up in Philadelphia. Uh, and I can't remember what it is. But it's that thing where kids sit in a circle and somebody starts with a sentence, but they whisper it into the next kid's ear. And then they whisper it into the next kid's ear and they whisper it and they whisper it, they whisper it. And then the last kid says what they think they heard. And it's a completely different message than whatever it started as. If you grew up somewhere where they didn't call that telephone, tell me, message me on Instagram or on TikTok and tell me what the game is called. So, this is what's happening. It starts as I want to believe I'm doing a good job. I want to feel peaceful and present. Then, those messages get run through all of the cognitive biases, all of the habits of thought that we've built up over time, how we've learned to see things and judge things and think about things, all of the conditioning that we've been subjected to. And by the time it comes out in our conscious thinking, it sounds like you're behind, you're failing, you're doing a terrible job. So your homework, should you choose to accept it, is to pay attention to when this thought comes up, I'm behind, I'm not doing enough, whatever it is. And when you hear that thought pinging in your head, remember, oh, I think this is me saying, I want to believe I'm doing a good job. The more you can have compassion for the misunderstanding that it's important to keep thinking this crappy thought about yourself and this crappy thought about your life, the more easily you will let go of it, the more easily your mindset will change. You will change the atmosphere of your belief system because you will no longer think, I need to keep thinking this. It's important to get what I want. You'll have a higher understanding of what you want you'll realize, oh, this is me being on my own team, it, trying, not doing it super gracefully, but trying. This is me trying to get myself to that feeling of peace that I want and that belief about myself that I'm doing a good job and I'm not a failure. Oh, nice. How nice of me. And you're going to tell yourself, you know what? Self, I don't need that particular thought to get these things. I can get these things. I can believe. I'm doing a good job. I can feel peaceful. I don't need this particular thought that I'm behind in order to get it. And that's going to give you permission to start loosening your grip on that set of beliefs. Oh, big stuff today. I do it because you can handle it. And I know you're up for it. Because I know that none of us want to live the entire rest of our lives with these crappy belief atmospheres. And the thing is, we're humans. So crappy thoughts are going to happen. And my job is to help you hear them differently, respond to them differently, and ultimately feel more in charge of how you're thinking, what belief systems are running your life. That doesn't mean that I'm behind is not going to come up again, but it can have a very different impact. It can create very different results when it's not a belief system you subscribe to. Don't forget, we're running the calendar clinic next week. So go sign up, get your free spot. Bring your calendar, bring your schedule, bring your mind ready to make some decisions and take control of your time and clean up some chaos. It's going to be so good. com forward slash calendar clinic. The link is in the show notes. And remember, the Decision Masters program is a small group program that starts January 23rd, 2024. And I also work with a handful of people one-on-one. There are a few spots left of both of those services at this time, and one of them could be yours. I hope you have a fabulous new year. Have fun ditching this. I'm behind mindset and make sure to tune in next week for the episode on the problems you really need to solve to never feel behind again. Mm. Hey, want to find out your decision style? Um, obviously. Go take the decision style quiz. It's in the show notes and at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. We all have our style when it comes to making decisions, but do you know how to use your default way of thinking to your advantage? Or do you mainly get stuck in the most annoying parts of overthinking and people-pleasing? The decision style quiz has your answers, my friend. Take it right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz.